0: Hey my friends, welcome back. And today we're going to be talking about navigating comparison. And I want to talk about how it can sometimes often be impactful in a negative way. Uh, but we were created unique, right? And so I want to talk about your unique journey and how you can steer away from the negative comparison mindset to embracing your own personal journey, your unique challenges, your experiences, and even your giftings in order to grow, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life. I think it's really important that you embrace your unique journey for personal growth and fulfillment so that you can just ultimately become a happier person and feel good about what it is that you're doing. Uh, Whenever I think about comparison, I immediately go to the quote, and I know you've heard it from good old Teddy Roosevelt, who said, comparison is the thief of joy. I feel like that's all over Pinterest. You can find them on any Instagram-worthy uh, Pinterest quote, any of those sort of things you can find. And I will tell you that that statement is very true for many, many reasons. When we compare ourselves to others, we often feel like we don't measure up. They, It creates this Feel of um, unhappiness and it's because we're focusing on what we don't have rather than what we do have and that ultimately leads to dissatisfaction within our lives now I know that comparison is a good thing we actually have a talent show talent competition talent something Uh, it's an event that we do every single year with our students uh, in um, my, the conference or the denomination that I'm in with our church. And I think about this often because when my husband was a teenager and he participated in this competition, it was a competition. And he tells me often about whenever he went to this talent competition, uh, my husband plays the lead guitar. He plays the electric guitar. And he's very good he wouldn't tell you that he is but he is very good and but when he was a teenager he and his twin brother and uh some of his friends they created this group and their goal was to enter into this talent competition obviously with the goal of winning right because i mean who enters a talent competition not to win anyway he entered the competition and he tells me that this was before we were dating He tells me about the first year that he went. It might have even been two years. I don't really remember. But the first couple of times that he entered in, he said he walked away with his tail between his legs. He said they were not prepared. They had no idea what they were doing, and essentially they sucked, right? It was not good. It was not a good situation. However, he said that that experience taught him a lot. And he tells me that story because he talks about how, you know, whenever you do something, especially whenever you do something in the very beginning, most of the time we stink at it, right? When you start your business, you're, you really kind of don't have a clue what you're doing. Um, you're flying by the seat of your pants, especially I feel like in network marketing, because most people do that as like a side hustle, right? Because you're working a full-time job and then you go into this like, and you really don't have the skill set, right? You might but you may not have a good awareness around it. Anyway, um, he tells me that because he says that had it not been for those first couple of years, he had maybe wouldn't have learned what the judges were specifically looking for or he may not have perfected his craft when it comes to doing a certain thing. And I think about that in the realm of business. I think about you know how we serve our clients. Even in just literally anything in your life, Oftentimes when we start, we're just not very good at it, right? However, if we allow ourselves the ability to understand that we're not going to be perfect in the beginning and we go into comparison as a way to drive us forward rather than backward, I think we're going to be in a lot better frame of mind so i tell you that story because ultimately um they have made some changes in the program and my husband's like no there it needs to be a competition regardless what i want to say is that comparison forms a baseline for where we are in life i think that that's why a lot of us will create like this um do we measure up are we better or worse like we we ultimately that's just who we are we're going to compare ourselves whether it is in a positive or a negative way whether it's a healthy way or an unhealthy way comparison is literally just what we do from the time that we're a small kid and you think about when you were when you were a kid you were hanging around i know for me personally growing up i was always comparing myself to my cousins the other older girls at church uh, before I even started my health journey, I remember I tell the story often of how I used to compare myself to the younger moms that were a little more fit than I was. Like we're always comparing ourselves, right? Whether it's in business, you're looking at someone who has achieved a certain rank or hit a certain income level, or maybe they've had a certain number of followers on social media. Whatever it is, we're 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 really comparing ourselves a lot. And it's because we ultimately have set a standard for ourselves, Right? We have this expectation of where we want to be. And my husband says that competition is healthy, especially in the, the sense of what he was talking about, because he said, had we, had it not been a competition, like it was whenever he participated, everyone would have win, won. There it would have been like participation trophies. And I don't know how you feel about participation trophies, but um, they are not necessarily our favorite. Especially my husband, because he feels like you have to you have to have this um, you have to have this mindset of whether or not you need to, to work on growth, right? And so I wanna start by that just for you thinking about maybe even reflecting on your personal experience with comparison and maybe how it has either been a driving force for you or whether it's been something that has hindered your growth. Now, I do know that too much comparison often leads to unhappiness. It sometimes does create low self-esteem. We will become frustrated with ourselves if we don't feel like we're good enough. We might even create this feeling of animosity towards someone else who we see as winning all the time when we don't feel like we measure up or we don't feel like we've unlocked that, you know, that level or whatever. In starting my business and learning how to show up on social media, one of the things that I used to do was duplicate. That was something that I heard early on. Duplicatable systems. You can come in and learn what we do. You can create it in your own way and you will have success in this business. Well, my brain heard repeated behavior. My brain heard do X, Y, and Z. Now, that, there is a difference between having an entrepreneurial mindset and an employee mindset. And I'm not going to get into that on this episode today. That's for a different day. But that was my employee mindset. I had been used to even being a teacher, being told, you have to do this. You know, when I was in the classroom, I literally was given a plan. I was told, these are the exact uh, steps that your kids need to know. These are the facts that they need to memorize. The, this is the expectation or the, the layout of what it should look like. And I was expected to follow it. Um, it looks a lot different than it used to back in the day. But anyway, and so I, whenever I joined the business, duplication was what I was like, okay, I will create. like, And I will do it. I'll do it just like they do it and so becoming a part of like when I started my business a big part of my brand was health and wellness and still very much is but I would literally go and I would watch other team members and I would see them create a piece of content and then I would recreate that piece of content again And when I say recreate, I literally mean I did it word for word, the action looked the same, the audio was, like I literally duplicated it, like repetitive, like it was literally copy paste, uh, outside of the fact that it was me, right? And, and I'm not saying that early on that that's a bad thing, right? I train our team in the beginning. Whenever they first join the business, most people do not have an awareness around social media. And so with that being a learning curve, a lot of them have to start with some, you know, like a framework, right? Like they have to start with a little nutshell of what they, what's acceptable or what should be kind of put out there in order for them to, to grow. Now, I will tell you that that's not something you want to do long term right? It's good in the beginning, but over time, you have to learn and discern what is best for you, what is applicable to your story or the audience that you want to attract. How are your experiences different than, you know, Joe Schmo, who's also doing the same thing as you. Whenever I'm training people, in business, I want for them to understand that, you know, with me, I promote exogenous ketones, and there are a lot of other people out there in this world that train on personal development and, you know, teach business strategy. Like, there's a lot of, you know, network marketers in this world, right? And ultimately, I have to stand out, and that's what building a personal brand is. It's it's me going, I am one person, In a sea of promoters, or I am one person in a sea of coaches, why would someone choose to connect with me rather than someone else, right? It's the same reason why some of you, whenever you choose a certain chicken sandwich, immediately you think of a specific restaurant, right? Like there's a preference that you have, and there's a reason why, because you either align with that brand, or there's something, maybe an experience that you had that made it really set apart for you, and that's that's good. And I think that that's what a lot of us have to do is we have to understand that there are going to be missing pieces. And usually that missing piece is your unique gifting, right? You know, social media has become such a slippery slope for a lot of people, not only in uh, the entrepreneurial space in terms of growing business. Social media is a huge part of what I do in terms of teaching and training and sharing and marketing and all that. But it's also a slippery slope even for people who just use it for fun, right? Social media was meant to be a relationship tool, a place for you to connect. And unfortunately, most of us have, I know you've heard the term, Instagram worthy, right? You know, people will pull up someone's profile and they'll scroll and they see one celebration or a post where someone is talking about a vacation that they went on and they immediately like they look at it as like the tip of the iceberg i don't know if you've ever seen a graphic of an iceberg i used to teach this in um, science with my students and when you actually look at the iceberg the part that you can actually visibly see above the water is not nearly like i'm not even joking it's it's like a sliver a fraction of what the size or the enormity of that entire uh, iceberg is. And that's what social media is. People will post their vacations or they will post the job that they just got or the move or the new car or whatever. And it's because not maybe that they're trying to create this false persona of life being amazing and their family is incredible, but it's they are probably just proud, right? And they're celebrating the fact that they were able to do those things. I'll never forget there was one time. Uh, I've, I've shared this um, in previous episodes before about how Ronnie and I both growing up did not have. Um, we did not get to go on vacation, right? And that was one thing that we wanted to do. We knew we wanted to do. Obviously, it was a huge goal of ours to be able to take our girls to Disney. And this was... Before I started my business, I was still teaching. He was still working um, shift work. And we literally scraped together the money and we took our very first trip to Disney. And I'll never forget that we went on that trip and we got home and we went in October that year. We chose October because we go to Florida in Orlando and we chose uh, October because of the weather. We were, we didn't want to go when it was super hot. So we waited for that month. And around that particular time, when we would have gotten back a couple of weeks later, would have been our annual fall event at our church. I work with our students at church. I help plan events, Vacation Bible School, Trunk or Treats, like all these things, right? Conferences that we go to. And ultimately, I would have been in charge of planning this event. It was a Trunk or Treat or a Fall Festival. I don't really remember. Anyway, I, that particular year, our team, because it was not just me, there's a team that I work with within our church that's over those sort of things, the team had made the decision because we had a lot of things going on at that time to scale it back and we were going to not do the full-blown event like we had done in years past. Instead, we were going to do something smaller like on a Wednesday night or whatever, Well, it wasn't long after, I think maybe I had gotten back from Disney and I got a message from someone in our church. It was a private message. She sent me a message and she basically said, she was like reaming me. I'm not joking. Basically telling me that I was very fortunate and not many people were to be able to take my family to Disney, but that was no excuse for me to hold back on Planning an event for the church that she knew that I was probably tired from going on vacation But that wasn't fair to everyone else just because I could go to Disney and obviously I'm paraphrasing y'all I was (laughs) First of all, I was taken back My feelings were very hurt and in moments like that. I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that I'm sure you have I would encourage you to just stop take a moment and breathe And don't respond right away. Because usually what happens is that's a reaction versus a response. And um, so I responded to her eventually. And uh, I basically told her that unfortunately her perspective of my trip to Disney was very skewed. She saw posts. She saw videos. She saw pictures of us celebrating. What she didn't know was the sacrifice that it took for us to get there. What she didn't know was that, you know, obviously there were other decisions that were made into the the decision for the event at church. And she only got to see a small piece of it. And I tell you that story because, you know, people are going to put their lives out there and it's not meant to create any sort of animosity. People are living their lives. And, you know, people aren't thinking so much about you as you possibly think that they are. They're just not. They're too busy worrying about their own struggles and dealing with their own junk to worry about what you've got going on. Now that's not to say that you don't have people in your life that care about your struggles and all of those things. It's likely that those same people in your life that are dealing with stuff very much care about you. But I tell you that because you can't just look at Facebook and expect for that one little post to be the entire truth, nothing but the truth of their life because it's not. And that's why whenever I'm training our team and we're talking about, you know, content creation and giving inspiration is I always tell them, create before you consume, right? And when you do consume, I want you to set limits on it. Unfortunately, there are going to be some things that you're going to come across that maybe aren't serving you. And I'm not preaching cancel culture because I don't believe in it. I think it's crap. And I think that cancel culture really is something that just needs to go away. That's just my opinion. But what I do know is that whenever you scroll past a particular person, and it gives you that feeling of you, you it, like you're comparing yourself, it's just not, it's just not a good situation. It's likely you might need to unfollow them, right? If it's not serving you in a positive way, and I'm not telling you like if this person doesn't give you everything that you need, that's not that's not what this conversation is about. But if it's making you feel some type of way about your lifestyle or yourself, then it's likely that you might need to not look at that anymore, right? Because what that's doing is it's it's telling you, and that's what I want to talk about now, it's signaling to you that there is something going on inward that you need to work on. It's a signal just like fear is a signal, just like all of our emotions are a signal. When we go ac- come across something like this and it makes us feel some type of way, that is a signal. And so I would encourage you to learn how to develop self-awareness and recognize when you are feeling those uh, feelings of comparison, right? So self-awareness means basically knowing your values, what your personality is, what your needs are your habits, your emotions, things that you're good at, things that maybe you aren't so good at. And I know that this is a lot easier said than done, but if you were to consider what your triggers are, that may help you, right? So if if I'm scrolling social media and I see a video of someone going on vacation and that makes me jealous or makes me angry, is it because I personally haven't gone on vacation? Or is it the relationship of their family? Like, what is it that's really triggering the emotion that we're experiencing? In business, for me, one of the things that I learned um, later on, this was not an early experience for me, we have, I'm very blessed to be a part of a team that has multiple opportunities for training. Multiple. Like, I'm talking several a week. You have as much training as you want. You plug in, you can get as much as you want. And one thing that I found for myself was that I was getting bogged down by hearing one person talk about this, and then I would hear another tip or strategy over here, and then I would hear another tip or strategy, and all of them were great. None of them were bad. But my brain, being the person that I am struggling with tendencies of high functioning anxiety, I heard them all, and I immediately, like, what was happening is I was experiencing feelings of overwhelm. And I struggle with burnout. That's one of the things that I'm working on. I've preached about so many times is that I'm struggling or I'm trying to work on how to create balance in my life and understand when it's time to work, when it's time to rest, and how to find that great median in between the both of them. Anyway, whenever I would attend all of these meetings hearing all these voices, I thought I had to do it all. And even in some cases for you, I know I've heard conversations of people saying like leaderboards, when leaderboards were posted and they would notice that, you know, certain person was ahead of them or they were further down, it gave them like this feeling of guh, right? And maybe those are triggers for you. I don't know what your triggers are. You're going to have to sit down and think about that. But when you're able to build an awareness... And understand what those things are that are creating that comparison mindset in you. That's going to be the first shift. That's going to be the first step where you're going to be able to take that and move it forward into creating it into a positive experience. And so at the core, I want for you to consider self-awareness because that is, that is the driving force. When you are able to self-reflect, and of course this is going to take time and a lot of patience, when you're able to do that, you ultimately are going to be able to um, to move forward and grow. So I have some practical examples for you that I want to share uh, that maybe you could consider. One, constructive feedback. Talk to someone that you know and you care about. Like have them consider. Sometimes our perspective is skewed on our level of growth or the direction that we can head. Ask someone that you trust for some constructive feedback. Do you notice when my triggers like whenever I I seem to get pretty defensive about this? Or do you notice when I get angry about this? Or does it seem like I get overwhelmed or anxious whenever this happens? Like, can you think of some examples? And I'm sure that that will help. Journaling is always great um, and meditating. Most importantly, paying attention to your thoughts and your emotions and being just mindful every day and reflecting, thinking about like when you're having a bad day, why are you having a bad day? What were the things that are creating that overwhelm in you? When you sit down and you really reflect, and this can be challenging and often even emotional, when you reflect on those experiences, those are going to be the signals to you in order to help you to grow. And so last but not least, I want to move into how that support system that you can surround yourself with can be really valuable in terms of being a tool for combating comparison. So comparing, comparing yourself to others serves as a way that we stand in a group. It's like that story that I told you in the beginning when Ronnie said that he lost the talent competition and he recognized he wasn't good enough and so he needed to work harder. We're gonna always be in this like line item of things no matter what situation. And sometimes you're gonna be ahead and sometimes you're gonna be behind be behind and that's depending on where the situation is and what your strengths and weaknesses are right but remember that upward social comparison can be helpful because that's going to allow you an opportunity to recognize hey i got room where i can grow or hey I can get better, but that's only going to be helpful if you're surrounded by a group of uplifting people. If you have surrounded yourself with people that are negative or that are constantly tearing down, that's not going to be valuable for you. So make sure you're surrounding yourself with positive people so that they will allow you room in order to take action and improve your growth or whatever. You know, people who lift you up and lend you knowledge, people that help you to learn from your mistakes will eventually help you to raise your standards so that you can become a better person in the long run. When I think about surrounding myself with supportive, inspiring people, I think about the benefits that they have given me in terms of their experience. If I know someone is a traveler and that's something that I want to do, it inspires me to want to be able to raise my standard so that I can do that as well, right? Whenever I first started teaching, my level of growth was much smaller. Once I'd been teaching for a while, I wanted to stretch myself a little bit. I wanted to, um, to, to, to learn more about my craft. When you start a business, the same thing's going to happen. You're going to start where you really don't know a whole lot and then you're going to build a skill set. I would encourage you to expand on that and look for opportunities to grow so that you can gain new knowledge and build on what you're already doing. Because ultimately, when I think about that, when I think about growing myself, I think about my relationship with Christ. And you're like, wait a minute, Kristen, that doesn't make any sense. I'm serious. Just stay with me. I am a flawed human being. I am someone who is weak in the eyes of Christ, right? Christ is this perfect being that walked the planet and I will never ever measure up. However, when I immerse myself in a lifestyle that reflects Jesus, it makes me want to become a better person. When you surround yourself with positive people, it makes you want to become a better person. And ultimately, my goal, and I hope that yours is as well, as you surround yourself with these people, as you grow and get better, you can have a greater influence on helping and serving other people right and I know that a positive attitude will always help us to cope when it comes to difficult situations in our lives we're all going to have challenges we're all going to have things that we're going to have to deal with and I think that whenever we have positivity the more positivity the better it's going to empower us uh, to live better lives so whenever I think about support networks where can you get these people a support network basically is a group of people that you can turn to and for encouragement, for support, for advice, and they're going to be with you or for you in good times and bad. And if they're with you and for you only in the good times, that's a red flag, by the way. Um, they, you want a system that's going to help you achieve your personal goals, your professional goals. Whenever I, um, whenever I think about my growth in business, I have done my best, and I'm not perfect at this, but I've done my best to try and reach out to people that I see would complement my strengths. So my brain is very green. If you know anything about color personalities, I am, I like setting goals. I like structure. I like routine, right? But sometimes that will limit me in the ability to exercise creativity. And so I want to complement myself with people in my life that have the skill set of creativity, right? And that's why I love the diversity on our team, because when we come together, we've got personalities that are a lot more driven. And then we've got some personalities that are, you know, the, the, not the party animals, but like the community builders, you know what I mean? And then you got some people that are the analytical people. And then you got some people who are just the ones that want to build that trust factor in that family. Like it's all valuable, right? And so even whenever you are looking to develop in that way, you're looking for those personality types and masterminding with those people so that you can share ideas and talk about what your struggles are and what are the things that are working and what are the things that aren't working or, hey, this is the direction that I want to go, but I'm not quite sure you compliment one another. An easy way for a lot of people, and I like to use this example because being a mom, you know, we got struggles, we got lots of struggles. We don't ever know what's cooked for dinner. Our kids are driving us crazy. You know, we don't know how to focus on teaching them chores because it would be so much easier if we just did it ourselves. Um, You know, like we got a lot on our plates, right? Managing a household and a job. And I always think about the example of like mom groups on Facebook. There are some mom groups that you go into and they are amazing. You go in there, you can find a dinner recipe, you ask a question and people give you genuine advice and it's so good. And then in some cases you go into these Facebook groups and like they're so judgmental and they're telling you all the things you're doing wrong and then it's like cat fights like from middle school, right? You understand the difference. And our brains, when we say it out loud, it makes sense, but sometimes we will allow ourselves to sit in those Facebook groups. You're not seeing my fingers, but I'm doing air quotes. We'll allow ourselves to sit in those Facebook groups because we think that they're serving us when they're actually creating and cultivating that comparison mindset that is very unhealthy. So for you, if you're sitting in that group or in that room with people that make you feel that way, you need to leave the room, my friend. You need to find a better room. You need to join a different group. And so, in conclusion, I basically just want to tell you that I love you. You are valuable. God created you, the one and only you, with a specific set of challenges and a specific set of giftings. And He did that on purpose. We were created for community. I don't know if you know that or not, but we were created for community. And even my introverted self... My, per- my, my personality that would just rather stay at home rather than go out and be social and have these conversations, like, I know that's probably hard for you to believe, but even my introverted self, we were created for community. We were created for connection and to work with one another. And he gave her a gift that you don't have because you have a gift that she doesn't have. And he wants you and her to work together so you can be stronger together so that you can build that strong relationship, so that whenever things get hard, you have someone to lean on, so that whenever you have something to celebrate, you have someone to celebrate with. Don't allow comparison to steal your joy, like Teddy Roosevelt said, because beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself, like Coco Chanel said. God bless you. I love you.